As part of CPLO's AFEX training course, we spoke to Hassan Lorget of Benchmarks Foundation about his advocacy work on behalf of mine workers and mining communities. Thank you, Mike. Friends, let, let me let me try and cut to the chase, right? Uh, I've got a uh, way to try and uh, streamline some input to you that will withstand uh, the vagaries of our internet connectivity. Um, so it's really weird because we've been involved as well at trying to make sure that that poor people have a voice. Poor people in the mining community have a voice. And I've done a small podcast. We've, we've got our own tools. We've got a newsletter, which we call the Benchmarks Bulletin, that comes out monthly. We've got a Facebook page, Benchmarks Foundation, you'll find quite easily. And we've got a website. All these are very up-to-date. But uh, under these times... Uh, uh, we did a small discussion with two digital activists working in mining communities, and they've told us how loading has affected their right to communicate and organize. And these very simple issues, such as uh, uh, connectivity, resonate as impacting on on whether we have rights, whether we can fight for rights, etc. And it's for that reason we are involved, for example, in issues such as digital rights, uh, free TV uh, campaigns, etc., as I will talk to you about. So Moses has spoken widely about our mandate, right, and how it has devolved into us being largely seen as a uh, uh, a, a mining activist or anti-mining or critical of mining activism, right? Now, the portfolio I hold talks about media and uh, advocacy. Now, the two have some points where they meet because often people like the idea when they see benchmarks in the media and they therefore assume that we are making an impact. So there's a, there's a gray line there of how much of this media actually makes a difference and how progressives should do media and advocacy that will make a difference. So, so uh, uh, the media, we broadly define it as being traditional media, which will be TV, radio, uh, uh, print media. While they may appear to be declining, and some people may like us to believe they are declining, they still remain a critical opinion maker in our society. Now, we then would have a further distinguishing point where we look at uh, uh, public broadcasting, which sometimes operate in the interest of the public and sometimes behave like a state broadcaster, becoming very propagandistic. But these are the terrains we, 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 we play in, and they have recognized that our work over the past 10 years, for example, in Marikana, we become a reference point for a number of these kind of issues. I've said uh, the, the unprecedented coverage we've received over the last four months or so, you know, around Marikana, around... Uh, uh, tailings around mine closures, the rape of women in Krugersdorf, which very few people speak about the rape. They just talk about Zamazamas. So that, uh, uh, the point there is just to indicate that we become a reference point. Advocacy, supporting a, 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 a certain statement and assertion 
that we believe, but we don't do it in a middle-class uh, uh, way. Uh, and I've, I've, I want to raise this as a criticism, as I would do later, that some of the unions and others have become caught up with becoming the commentariat. And I think the, the, because the media are so in need of content, we just give them a voice. And even if we give them a voice, even if we're not organizing around something. And that this is a challenge for us. And I, I really think it's problematic. So the, the, the tools for advocacy, for example, would be uh, the parliamentary office, right? Uh, engaging portfolio committees. In fact, at present, I've been struggling to, to, to speak to Los Zippo, uh, uh, the chairperson of uh, the Minerals Portfolio Committee. I must say in my correspondence, I managed to find his, his cell phone number that yesterday, he doesn't say hello and that, and he just talks as if he's in a perpetual fight. You know, I had to then tell him afterwards, good evening. Yes, I have emailed you. Yes, we'd like you to come and speak. Where did you send it? No courtesy whatsoever. But, you know, we've got to meet uh, that with love, you know. So, so as I said to you, it's important to know the tools that we have. And an interesting uh, innovation for us is that, for example, our newsletter that we produce, you will find it, it goes through MailChimp, it goes to people. But we make sure it goes onto the Facebook, and therefore it goes onto the, web, the, the website as well. So each of our tools that we use, uh, 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 and all these platforms are not of our making. Some of them, the website, we have a lot more control. It's our own making and our control. I want to embed in here some of the criticism of traditional media tools uh, and even the new social media tools that we get so excited about. You know, is that sometimes they, they, we are not making the think we are making, but we are visible. So, uh, but what the, 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 the one takeaway on this point before I move on is that we have these various uh, uh, interactions that eventually you'll find on some portal of ours. If I appear on radio now, be rest assured you'll find it on Benchmark's Facebook and website later on. Uh, Facebook immediately and website maybe a day or two later. So we try to have integrated management of, this, of, of our productions, of our engagements, so we can build a, a politics around it. Now, <coughs> what have we been trying to do? It is, we, we know we work in extractivism, which is essentially a big drive of capitalism, right? And, and thus, uh, um, Getting your stories into the media is not just get, give you coverage, it's when there's a disaster, when there's something wrong. When workers go on strike, workers get coverage, uh, or used to get coverage, not in this country much, but, but workers have to go beyond the call of duty to get some, uh, some coverage. The, the original, the, the repurposed interest around um, uh, mine closures, which they be begin to talk about zamazamas and illegal mining, was spurned by the rape of, they say, at least eight women, right, in the mines. The minister of police left the policy conference of the ANC, not because there was illegal mining, but because there was a rape in a spot that was presumed to be an, uh, an abandoned mine, which, of course, it was not abandoned, it's by Mohale Gold, eventually discovered. Now, what, what is disturbing is how, do we, how did we engage in that process? We had two approaches. 
uh, the research department spoke a lot about onto the thought of how uh, illegal mining works and making the case for artisanal mining. Uh, it was very funny because the researcher and myself had to use different hats in one radio show uh, hosted by Salam Media because I had to then speak about how I thought women were just being used as a backdrop to do what they wanted to do. Again, if you like to use the word uh, secondary rape, you know, because we didn't talk about the rapes after mentioning the rapes. So it's quite difficult to get voices of poor people into the media generally, but when they do get this moments of coverage, how do we engage with that, right? Uh, I, we, 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 so our approach has been to contest mainstream media and to build uh, uh, our own media. Now, as I said to you, LGBTQ, form, families of different formations, black people, women, often do not get the, the respectful coverage in mainstream, right? And we try to challenge that by putting our own views across, phoning in various other means, etc. And we get a disproportionate coverage, if you look at it, compared to a number of other groups, right? If you, uh, because this is a, a conversation, I want to use criticism. I, one of the unions we support, Giwusa and others, have been issuing statements and also the former CEO of the Human Rights Commission belongs to another grouping. They issue media releases like, hell, almost one a day. Essentially, they're serving the media frenzy because they're not effecting the kind of change that we want, right? And I've said they've begun to join the commentariat, you know, whereas we should be working with the proletariat, whatever remains there. Having said that, we got we had amazing all-day coverage from the SABC around the 10th anniversary of Marikana. But we could not have got that if we didn't organize a program on the ground in the area. Physical, real-life presence, witnessing the lives of people. We had a kind of speaking tour, etc. But it built on our historic work we've done there over the 10 years, right? We can come back to that. I'm flagging some things, right? The, now, media and, and communications and advocacy on the other side may appear to be distinct, but if we are progressive, you should try to make sure that the language and the speak and reinforce each other. So nothing is, so the first point I raised is that if we're speaking about some issues that affect working people in the, on the minds of communities, we should at least be in contact with them. We are not commentators from far away. So we should be very cautious, and we're not doing that well enough, not to speak about issues and things that we're not directly involved in, unless you can call onto a radio program as a commentator. We've been very active around, for example, uh, I will share in the chat as soon as I start talking, some references of uh, an ENCA program where I was involved with a number of other groupings, uh, Mundral's Council, the department, etc. There, our aim was very, very particular. We used the media to point out the failures of government to read their own documents as well as to keep, uh, to be kept accountable. In fact, they have disenfranchised poor people so that when you have a grievance in a mine, you may have to use a lawyer to get redress. There's no complaints mechanism as, as is by right you should have. So in many ways that, that, that this is not a 
mistake. It is deliberate. Uh, we also have been very active, for example, on Safe Free TV, being the public face for that, simply because if we don't have voice that uh, working people, uh, generally, the mining communities will have less of a voice if television and other things are taken away or if digital communications prove to be too expensive. Yesterday, uh, Daily Maverick published a story uh, by written by myself and one of our allies in the um, tailings uh, working group from and they said basically what we were trying to argue there the main headline of our advocacy inside a newspaper was saying the lesson of Jagersfontein is listen to the frontline workers and as I point out to you a few days ago before the, the first disaster the NUM pointed out this disaster will happen because they simply put some mud and plastic or whatever to patch it up not a proper patching up. And so so what we've tried to do progressively is to put down the politics of what we want inside a mainstream media. Then, of course, we've tried to point out that oftentimes people try to think that these disasters happen only in abandoned mines, which is not true. Zululand anthracite colliery, the disaster happened in 2021 on Christmas Eve, 2020, right? Uh, when active mine by Turkish guy blew up. So the whole politics around that is quite critical. So what we've tried to do is to build organization around it by having a South African tailings working group, of which I am the convener, Benchmarks is the convener. So here, here goes. I'm ending for this part. What have we been trying to do? We've been trying to amplify the voices of the marginalized by contesting traditional media and building our own media. through so People's Media Consortium, uh, Workers World is the secretariat, Black Session, other people are there. And I welcome this parliamentary office to join as well. We've been trying to see how we can produce our own media. But then, of course, the challenge is you need to put this onto, into places like Cape TV and others where they, where they can be broadcast to scale. And it's for that reason why the over-celebration for media must realize something it's TV. People talk a lot more about it than to say I saw it on Twitter. Right. So, hence, we've been involved in campaigns such as Safe Free TV and People's Media. Involved amplify the voice of the marginalized, right? It's just a sense of how many hits you get on, on algorithms. Because I say they, these things are problematic. They're using Zoom and such like, right? We ignore uh, uh, the others that are uh, owned by people, uh, JITST, others that are appropriate systems. We've got to build those commons. That means that we can at least have a lot more control. You know, we are obsessed about WhatsApp, radio, WhatsApp, this. But, you know, we need to start seeing others which have got less onerous intrusions into our lives. We take these issues seriously. But the question about giving a lot more voice is not sufficient if you don't get people to be listened to. So we amplify voice. But our struggle has been at the same time to make sure that we fight to be listened to. And it's that point that I've just pointed out this Daily Maverick article tries to at least say. The frontline workers, the communities and others have spoken, but you've ignored them. Let's look at something unrelated. In the Pongola uh, deaths on the freeway uh, in South Africa, some people from outside the country may not remember this. It happened this past week when 19 people got uh, uh, 
a truck driver just went helter-skelter over killing school kids as young as five years old. The problem with that is many people have said this will happen. There is something that's happened. South Africa's got a weird democracy. You can say what you want, but no one will bloody listen to you if we don't make them listen to us. So that is the next phase of the struggle we need to deepen, which means legal advocacy, making sure that we are seen in public to demand legal rights for citizens to be heard. And the failure to hear them must have consequences. Right? But we cannot achieve this, is my next point, with working on our own. Right? We work in a range of alliances and working groups and coalitions, People's Dialogue, Iandra, Alternative Mining in Dharma, Churches and Miners, NPRDA Coalition, Amadiva. We work with the SACC. We work with a whole lot of groups. But this has to be taken a lot more seriously because change cannot come about on your efforts alone. It has to be collective. My last word here. So we've contested the bias uh, of traditional media trying to insert just justice values, the values of the poor and the working people, here and worldwide. But the media has always set itself up as being a, a, a check on power. They call themselves the Fortes. But they've been in collusion with power. They are owned by power, you know, and by the by ignorant. He says, what we need to do is simple. We have to create a new estate, the fifth Yes, that will let participate of media rulers. He proposes international association of journalists, academics, newspaper readers, radio listeners, television viewers that operate as a count to wait to the great operations monitoring, analyzing, and denouncing them. In other words, the media like operations and in the idea of building a new commons around media, and that will mean that we can fight differently elsewhere, but together. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe at cplo.org.za.